Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning into another edition of the Apples to Apples podcast. As always, I am one of your three co-hosts. I am Drew Applebaum coming to you live from the Macintosh studios here in New York, New York. And uh, I hope I'm recording that, Sam. Uh, double check me on that. Well, can you check? I don't know if you can because it's been a while, actually, since I've had to do this because we had Sam, to take this a Sam, this new setup that Drew told us about is pretty good. I mean, I'm still sitting pretty much on top of you. I know, this is awesome. Hey, Drew, yep. uh, it says you're recording, so if you just want to start any time, that's awesome. Cool. We should get going, yeah. though, because there's I, a bunch I actually of, was... The go for women basketball. I, I had already... I really had already started, and I was kind of cruising, because you actually didn't interrupt me for once, so... Oh, uh, Sam was tickling me, I'm sorry. No, honestly, good, because it kept you quiet while I did All right, we'll go ahead and start, then. We'll just be quiet. I did already, that's what I'm saying. Oh, is it, would it be a good time to welcome the Minnesota United to the Minnesota sports scene? We'll get there. We'll get there. It's a bad time? Okay. Well, it's not, I mean, it's always a good time to welcome them, but I figured we'd talk a little bit more about it later. I'll never get those 90 minutes plus four minutes of stop time back. I can tell you that. We knew the, I, I should, I'm, I'm mad at myself because once I saw the goalie whiff on the first ball that went in, we were done. Yeah, and, and again, you didn't really interrupt me more than you normally do. But no. um, what, what, what I was saying is I was worried that I wasn't recording because it's been a while since I've done this because yeah, we had I to know. take a break. What I was about to say is we had to take a, a, a hiatus for a week because um, you were uh, you were nursing a, an injury. I still am, by the way. It's still not better. Is it bad? If there's any doctors out there or pharmacists, is 25 Advil and probably 18 to 20... Tylenol a day is that bad? Because I can't take pain pills, so I'm just curious if that's bad. Those are I'm, pain pills, you know. Yeah, what? that's what I was. You know, those say. are pain pills. They are. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, I'm a junkie. All right, go ahead. Well, I, we had to take that that week off because, I, and we had just recorded a show live from the WFNU studios. Which thank you to the WFNU family and Phillips specifically for having us in studio live on that Saturday morning. And on those lines, and I'll be quick with it because we actually have a lot to talk about because we missed that week. Thank you to everyone out there in the orchard for tuning in. You found us one way or another. If you want to tell your friends, tell your family, tell some guy that you met on the train or whatever about us, here's what you're going to tell them to do. You're going to tell them to or go girl. to. Or girl, I guess. Yeah, that's true. Or, I, I mean, combo platter. I mean, there are people out there that identify as both. I really shouldn't discriminate. That's my fault. Especially I'd on like trains. I'd like to apologize to our listeners. My fault. I'm sorry. Gosh especially in San Francisco. But go ahead, continue. If you want to tell anybody about us, here's what you're going to tell whoever they are to do. Go to anchor.fm slash apples dash two dash dash two dash apples. From there, you'll have links to all your favorite streaming services. That's Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many, many more. You can also search us directly on any of those services at, on either their website, their apps. You're going to like follow, subscribe, favorite, whatever you do on each of those sites. That way, every week when we have a show, uh, if we don't miss one, we will end up on your phone, on your tablet, however you listen to us, ready to go, ready to listen to as soon as it's out there live. You can also find us on the PodMN app. Go download that in the App Store. That is us, plus a ton of other Minnesota and Twin Cities-based content. Not just sports, but there's news, food, uh, lifestyle, movies, TV, everything, and everything in between is there on the Pod MN app. And I already mentioned them because we do owe them a thank you for that show in studio. But last but certainly not least, the WFNU family at WFNU 94.1 FM, Frogtown Community Radio. We are live every Saturday morning. 
7 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Eastern. Uh, I'm sorry, I wasn't listening. What were you talking about? That's fine. That is on WFNU. I'm keeping Dad distracted. Don't Good. ask many questions. You can also find them on WFNU.org and on the Live 365 app. You can go search them and listen to their shows. And right after us on Saturday morning is the main course of the Saturday Sports Spectacular. That's Connor's Corner every week with my dad and Connor. Uh, dad, you got anything big going on with Connor's Corner this week you want to mention? Uh, no, there's just some new exciting things happening. There's a if you go on his website, ConnorOradio.org, there's new ways that you, you can actually call and leave him a message for the show that we can play on the show. We have a, a whole new system. Eventually, that'll be the telephone number. Last Monday, a couple days ago, uh, a man who happens to be blind and has his own podcast out east, uh, he uh, doesn't disclose his location for some reason, but <laughs> parts unknown told us that he would tell us off the air, which we haven't got that explanation. But he uh, was a listener. Connors called him, and we joined him Monday night on his show, Aaron Richmond. Uh, it's pretty interesting. Uh, a very bright guy, and uh, so that was pretty cool for Connor. So, we're, you know, we're branching out a little. But other than that, uh, just celebrating the holidays on Connors Corner, the hottest radio show on the planet. That's awesome. That's on WFNU Live every Saturday morning right after us there at 8. We're also at 7. 10 a.m. Live. Monday mornings, too. You can also follow us on Twitter at Apples to Apples PC. Oh, also wait, can, can I like just – so part of Aaron's show, he does – he has all these weird plat- – not weird. He has all these platforms. They're just weird to me because I don't know anything. But what he also does is puts the – he does it by Zoom, and then he puts it on YouTube. I'm, I, as God is my witness, the – I'm not sure how he – but me on YouTube, but on my computer, literally my face is the entire screen. It is beyond uncomfortable, distracting. So every time he flipped to me, it was my entire. It was like I was. It was like a huge. It was like a float in the Thanksgiving Day parade. To be honest with you, it was bizarre. Not good. Thanks for that story. That was that was great. That, yeah, was that awesome. added nothing. You're welcome. And uh, this has been another. Are we done yet? No, but I want to start with one thing. Yeah, and one thing only. I didn't hear. Because I think it'll be quick, and then we'll get to all the other good stuff we want to talk about. Um, question to you two: Will the Minnesota Golden Gopher men's hockey team ever lose another game? The bet. Um, there's still a whole period left for them to blow it, so you shouldn't have no. said that yet. This is they're this up four nothing. He's the best coach, and he's the best coach the state has ever had in any sport. I'm not saying I'm not not saying anything because I disagree. I'm not not I'm not saying anything because I'm I'm thinking. I'm assuming you agreed with me. I had to take my headphones off for a second. <laughs> the state has ever had. Yeah, I, he's uh, the best coach. I, he, listen, he took St. Cloud State to the promised land. We'll find out when he brings us the championship. Well, I'll tell you what. In a couple, they don't need, their team. Not only are they good, they're young. On top of it. Yeah. Well, that, that's, I think, last year it was sort of like you saw it kind of come together at the end right. of the season. Like, they started playing really good hockey at the end of the season, and now I, I, they legitimately may not lose. I mean, they got to be almost, if not 100%, almost dang near 100% on the they've power got guys that, They've got like four guys at the juniors, and they just, they're beating the number. Well, Michigan has five guys there, too. Uh, yeah, but Michigan's at home, rank or four. Are crushing. Yeah. No. I and I again. I they it it just doesn't see. It seems like they've got it figured out. He is an absolutely in, incredible coach. They have a very good team. 
Like you said, they're young. I'm um, like the United guy. Holy crap, is he bad? All right, you want to? Do you want to just start with them? Because you seem like you have some things you need to get off your chest. I, you know what? I don't. I, I, I'm, I'm ashamed of myself that I watched the entire game. I'm ashamed that I was forced to scream at the screen at a soccer game match, and it is easily. If, uh, by the way, it wasn't bad enough at midnight when I finally went to sleep or went to bed. I turned on my radio show, Mike, Mike. Uh, and his best friend uh, on Fox Sports Radio. And the, I, as soon as I turned – and in the biggest uh, comeback in the history – I mean, it was even on that show, the first thing I heard. Well, it was historic. I mean – Unreal. Absolutely. To, first of all, I think his biggest mistake was taking Ethan Finley out, the one guy that hustles both back and forth. Yeah, I, I mean, his – I'm not a – I'm not a – profound soccer mind but his substitutions have always struck me as strange and how he manages them or how he doesn't manage them is maybe another way to put it um but to your to your point earlier to your joker well not even your joke but to your your comment earlier that was funny that could be conveyed as a joke they're officially we, we kind of thought they were last year when they blew the home playoff game but like this was true minnesota sports blow it heartbreak fashion like this is that's what Minnesota sports are built on, games like that. That is the bedrock of our sports fandom. So thank you to the United for adding another one to the list, and welcome and congratulations on officially right before, becoming a Minnesota before sports Before Sam talks, I actually am more mad at myself because when it was 2 nothing, I wanted to tweet out, there's no way we hold on to this victory. And I thought, you know what, that's negative. Maybe we finally have a team that's going to turn the corner. And, of course, I had to wait till it was 2-2. I should have just done it when I knew. Sam, the floor is yours. Yeah, just a quick comment before I get into criticizing the, the managerial moves. But I also sent in a sent a message into my group chat with my friends in Minnesota. They're all, you know, happy about the 2-0 thing. And I said, we're going to lose. I said, like, don't worry. And then they all got mad at me, for, and they said I was pessimistic. And I said, no, I'm being realistic. Yep, you're and learning. Then, oh my God, Sam is learning. I'm just telling from me. Drew. Drew always says, "I'm crying right I now." I like to think I'm in the middle, and you could be called pessimistic nope, in some cases. Not when it's right. Not That's why I said it's realistic. And then no one apologized to me after the game. I said, "Oh, I'll take your apology." So some people need to realize there's a difference between realistic and pessimistic, especially For in this state. For our listeners right now, this is the first time I've ever cried. Sam is finally learned something from me. I, the tears are, are rolling down my eyes right now. But two, dad was here, we were watching it together, and my biggest, our manager, the complaint about the managers, he's obviously his playoff experience has won championships before, he can get the team, he kind of can get the team going in the playoffs, rally behind each other, but when it comes to actually making managerial moves during the game and in-game adjustments, he's terrible at it. The other team's coach, probably one of the best coaches in MLS history, was constantly making notes, working formations new players in like thinking about what he's going to do our coach never did any of that he stood there under the huddle and watched the game and he had the potato load cuz whatever that guy's name is load lod was irrelevant in the game doesn't like that guy he was absolutely irrelevant he was super slow up front he was our only guy our only striker up front up top and Molino and Reynoso were in the attacking third more than him when he all he did was sit at midfield and wait for the ball to come to him well I think and for so, whatever it's for whatever it's worth I, I I think that's on purpose he's not a 
striker by a trade, but um, they were using well, him as such. And and we beat Kansas City three nothing with that same formation, that same setup. So I can't really. And he did nothing for, again. And so then they but put I, in. I, but when you score three goals on, against the best team in your conference, if he would have messed with the lineup, we would have. I mean. If he would have well, won, it, and we wouldn't have sent him. If you look back, at the good managers, they change their lineups to the team they're playing, and their formation. Yes, the formation's I, more more important. Sure. Not I think the that's a little themselves. bit of hindsight. I think if we would have won three nothing and they would have changed things, you would have been like, "Why are you changing things?" I mean, no, and I, the, the result of the game, I said, "Why is he in there?" You can ask Dad. And they moved him to the like a right mid kind of right attacking Sam mid. Complained about him from the second they Once, dropped the puck. Once they made the put the new striker in for Finley and moved that guy up top and put load at the right right wing he and he kind of dropped back and he was terrible at defense too we once we were up two nothing we should have parked the bus and won the game uh, and, and I, he didn't make I, any adjustments I, I, he I kept putting a striker in to score another striker. goal when we were up two nothing no i agree with that i think that's a separate discussion from what i'm saying i i have no problem with him keeping the lineup i think you're he's my computer's slow and not loading but he's Scored a decent amount of goals for us this year. Um, and he's actually and slow. Okay, I I I just think that that's that's the role that he he it worked in the game before. He has scored for us this year. He's gotten assists for us this year. Kamara, who is our only other guy that can play striker, hasn't been very good for us since he, we traded for him. So I don't really I'm not super upset with the lineup, but I I agree with you. The in game stuff has always been an issue. Well, there's a point. Um, it's not going well. You got to I mean, that's just no, an and that's I, I agree with that. That's my point. I, I'm agreeing with you in that sense. Like he did that lineup change he made was when things weren't going well for us in the regular season. And it worked in the regular season. It got, just, us the playoffs. it got us two playoff wins. But I agree with Sam and what you're about to say, Dad, that it's the in-game stuff that I just don't think he has. He but, never and had. you look at Reynoso and Reynoso had an unbelievable goal to start it off and was played really well throughout the playoffs. He did not play that well. Take away set pieces, he did not play well. He was lost the possession a ton. We had no possession in the midfield. He should have did something in the middle of the game to, sh- to shore up the midfield. We had no possession. Uh, we had terrible touches with the ball, and we, pl- we looked like we were playing scared. And we only scored two goals because we also had an unbelievable set piece the first time and an unbelievable set piece the second time. They're also going to do something... They're actually going to do us a favor because they're going to do what they seem to always do. They're going to get rid of all these good guys again, guaranteed. The Reynoso guy won't come back for whatever reason. Lonzo, who they should keep, won't. They're, they're going to have a whole well, new team. Reynoso will come back because he declined to go to another club to stay. All right, well, we'll see. I have a feeling they'll turn over half the team again. We'll suck, and we won't even be talking about them. So I guess it was our one chance. So what else should we talk about? Um, the only other thing I, the only other thing I want to say there is I, I think the in-game stuff is, is awful, but he deserves a little bit of credit with all the injuries, all the guys in and out because of international duty to get that team to a place and get them to the conference finals is a pretty amazing feat. But to your point, it, it left a little bit to be desired in that game, especially yeah, near the end. I don't doubt he's a pretty good coach and can rally the troops because he's won before in the playoffs and he definitely has playoff experience that other coaches don't have and it, you, we could see it paid off with how far we went but to have that two nothing lead one that the players were not did not play that well when it came down to it in the last 15 they're professional soccer players i would think they can have a good first touch or can possess the ball longer than two seconds without getting attacked 
by three guys, but that's on the players. But again, it's inexcusable to not make adjustments to help out your team. And the goalie all of a sudden forgot to. Well, and that's what I was going to say. You had. Wow, was he bad? Well, I was going to say a, a little bit. I I think a big portion of it was having, in a way, four. And he had been playing. This is what I was going to say earlier when you mentioned the goalie. He was coming off a, like, ML tied for MLS record of shot saved. No, in a I row. understand. That's why he, he had been playing incredible. So I'm not show. ragging on him in general. I'm not. He's going to be very good, but he is a rookie playing in a Western Conference final game, you know, in his first season. So it, it I, I wasn't shocked when he left a little, a, what I felt like was a little bit on the table. And I I almost expect that from him in that spot. Um, but there are guys on the team we have that are veterans, to Sam's point, have played in the playoffs that just needed to be better. Um, or they've played internationally or whatever it is. They just needed to be better. So I think it's, I think it is partially on the coach. But I think that, in, especially in the last five, ten minutes, the absolute just breakdown defensively guys running wide open guys all over it, it, they, there was just no fight it, it was it was it was bad I mean it was bad the last 10 minutes uh, and, that, and I think as, as much as that's on the coach for not making a, a move I think it's on the players for just not showing up in, the, in those crucial minutes they so, didn't need to do a lot they just had to say they just had to stop them from scoring so this next thing I don't want to talk about because it's the same thing we talk about every year, but the Twins are in mid-season form. We're just going to sit and watch everyone in their division, with the exception of Cleveland, although they're going to end up pulling off some huge thing, I guarantee you. Sign guy after guy after guy, and we're going to go, oh, we almost had that. Oh, we almost had that. Oh, we almost had that. It is disgusting. They are. They will be in second to last place if we're lucky next year. They, you talk about a way to just take a team that was close to really doing something and completely just piss it away. Their management, their ownership, they will never, ever do anything with these owners. It's disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. And I'm sure we're going to hear for the next three weeks how close we were to getting all these guys. <laughs> Whatever. No, you weren't. You, if you don't need to be close. Anyway, should we talk football? or? I have to be honest with you, Dad. I literally have no clue who you're talking about that has you so upset. The twins. Uh, but like, who who's been signed? Like, <laughs> are you serious? The White Sox have already signed four guys. None of them are any good, though. That, okay, okay, none of them are any good. Uh, like, who? Name one of them that you're so worried about. I'm not worried. They just continually but add like, pieces who, and we do nothing. Okay, so At well, least let me trying. rephrase. Winter meetings who, just. Who on who that has well, been signed Lynn is by good... an AL Central team would you okay. want? On our uh, team over somebody we have. All right, let's start with Carlos Santana. He the was Kansas already, City Royals signed him. I don't, but like who? Who does? I I don't know. I just who does he play instead of? Oh, I can think of a couple. They're clearly not going to sign is, Cruz. That's going to bring up Lance Lynn, and that is Carlos Santana. Have, by the way, hit under 200 last year for the Indians. Wait, so have fun with him. He'd and still be he, better than he'd still be ahead of Sano. No, he wouldn't. Sano hit over two. Sano was better than that. Sano was better than well, he, Carlos Santana, Santana last year, and it, it wasn't particularly close. I, my point he is they're trying under stuff. under 200, Dad. That's fine. They're trying stuff. Adam Eaton, he'd be a nice piece. No, but we have Jake Cave, so why would we want to We don't have Jake Cave. We have Kirilov, and we have Rooker. We have Maybe. guys, like, Maybe. that's what I'm saying. You're, you're assuming that the guys that we had at the start of last season are going to be the guys that started next season. They're not. They're they're going to be the guys we saw. Well, let's put it this way. Lance Lynn is the White Sox third starting. No, that's pitcher. where I was going to correct you on, because I knew he was going to bring up Lance Lynn. And it's, why would we go get Lance Lynn why when we, we can go get Sonny Gray, who is but way cheaper and can and will give up less? We can give up Larnack 
and one other prospect for Sonny Gray, and he's going to be cheaper okay. now and in the future than Lance That's Lynn, who will be good for one year. Lance Lynn is a Lance Lynn is a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Lance Lynn is a. Can you help me with what I'm looking he for? He sucks. He's not I don't good. Think he's very good. I don't know. Better what you than want what we say. got. No, I he's not. He All right, that's fine. We've I would take Pineda over Lance Lynn with the value. Yeah, no, that's true. We've lost 19 straight playoff games with these guys that we have, and we're going to do nothing. And by the way, Lance Lynn. Lynn was on some of those rosters, so Lance I don't know. Lance Lynn is a metaphor for other players. I'll but take something. My point I'll is that anybody, the metaphor they're not going to do it. But in 2020, like again, I said this to you last season too. I'm not gonna yeah, let yeah. you. I'm not gonna let you complain about something that hasn't happened yet. If in a oh, month, and okay, I, I was probably right. agree with you, let me finish. In a month, and I, I probably agree I with you, it's even going to happen. Yeah. No, yeah, but know. you went on some like two minute rant, all mad about Lance Lynn and a guy who went under two hundred. They're just not. It's and just, if it's, they it's, don't, we'll talk about it. But the fact they get so upset and riled up by a team that there's nothing to be riled up about yet. The White Sox aren't very good. It's not good for your blood pressure. Okay, well, my blood pressure is fine. The White Sox kicked our ass but last But you're saying year. you're being negative right now for no reason because the White positive. Sox didn't sign anyone we were going to sign. That's my point. It's not the it's So the instead of talking about how negative right now, how about we talk about who we should go get you, as so a good podcast? Are you going to tell me our team better than the White Sox right now? I'm, I'm, I don't I – mean, I, I think personally I think we are. But oh, my God. It, I think it depends on if <laughs> our corner outfielders play. Like if Rooker <laughs> – and Kirilov play as well as they were at the end of last They're year. They're rookies, but maybe they could. Then yeah. we will be better than the White Sox. Okay, and if my grandma. But, but to your point, Dad, Rooker and Kirilov are better. The, you and tell me if you disagree with this, because I'll be shocked if you do. Do you okay. think those two guys are better than Cave and Wade? I believe they are. Yes. So that, that doesn't mean they're going to play. The they might better. be playing in St. Paul. And that and but Which no, they're not because assume... we you carry more than three outfielders. Do you not? I do, but I don't know what well, we're getting rid of not Rosario, Cave, and Wade. So those guys are going to have to play. Okay, but or be on the roster. But would, okay, so let me ask you a question: Would you rather have Michael Brantley Jr.? Would you rather have that Sh- what Schwarger well, guy? Okay, so here's my point though. Then and, and I'm actually and and this is all I'm saying and this is all I'm trying to say to you is if and I would probably agree with you that the answer is probably when not if but when in a month things don't happen, then we can talk about this and be upset. But okay. the fact that about, you're already projecting because that anger. Because this is, this, that, this is what happens. As a general, How about George Springer? He'd be nice in left field. Yeah, but the problem is though our money would be better well spent on the rotation, the bullpen and starting Ain't pitching, and to get a DH and re-sign our DH, Nelson Cruz. Our, our money should not be spent signing a left fielder who, uh, for a ton of money when we already have two rookies who can who do that. Who were our two best relief pitchers last year? Duffy? Mm, maybe. Two other no, three. The answer is Duffy, but Okay. Who was our top two of No, I agree with you that I didn't I, Trevor May leaving. I I'm And that I'm Whistler with you guy that. was okay. Well, the, but he there's there's 100 Matt Whistlers out there. So why not keep him? Because they're gonna probably find another guy for cheaper. Yeah, it, I, to Sam's point, like well, they signed Taylor Rogers, who's god awful for seven million dollars. That's a joke. That guy is terrible. But okay, so here's this is back to what I was saying before. Let's talk about there it. are legitimate things that this team does and may do in the future that you can be upset about. And there are things players that they should go get. We can talk about them going to get. But the fact that you're projecting that onto guys who have been signed that aren't any good 
main will no. barely make an impact on their teams is a little ridiculous. Well, the Trevor May point is a valid point. You should have led with that and not led with Carlos Let's, Santana. Let me tell you the guys you brought up were slander. Lance Lynn, who's not good. Michael Brantley, well, who's an, average. Really? Had one good year, two good years. He's a four-year-time all-star, but go ahead. I think he's overrated. Well, then maybe. And so Adam Eden, who's that, not good. That Lance Lynn guy who's overrated, everyone wanted him last year. And that Adam Eaton guy starred and won a World Series, and he was Adam Eaton, again hit 228. So I, I get I, these guys are. It does it's it's a metaphor for at least they're doing stuff and we're doing nothing. It doesn't even if matter. If we who signed a guy, if we signed Adam Eaton, you'd have been like, he hits 220. Why didn't we go sign a better I agree. guy? I would have said, why didn't they at least sign somebody better? But it, but we're not even signing anybody. <laughs> There's only been like five guys in all of baseball signed. Like and all it's from the so early in the offseason. All right, that's fine. The Twins will be. I'm sure they're gonna go spend money. Okay, but now the White Sox have no money left to spend. And they got plenty of money. They got a 90 year old manager and a 110 year old owner. They're dying. They're gonna well, spend they're gonna have all to their fire money. their manager because he's in jail. <laughs> he's not. He, he's out. No, they're gonna be. Ba- they're gonna be bad, and it's gonna be because of him. The White Sox are not gonna be bad. They they're too good. They have a star center fielder. We have one that's pretty good. Uh. But he doesn't play ever. I, think, I, I don't know. I think, I think the White Sox at the end of last season, us for parts of the season, and many other teams are proof that if you have, if you don't have the, a manager, it may not matter how good your team is. But all I'm saying is, yeah. you're, you're getting, you're, you're getting riled up about. I think the Trevor May point's a fair one. I think the Taylor Rogers point's a fair one. I do think we probably should Didn't at least make a Jake or uh, the catcher Garver, who's horrible, for a million dollars. A million dollars. Ain't too much. Well, I don't. That's I don't. You think you're gonna get anybody for cheaper than that? But whatever. You're yeah. not gonna. You're not gonna get a, a veteran guy you trust for. You cheaper. You already have a good catcher, that rookie. Avila, dude. that Avila guy last year, not who was him. pretty good. Don't get me wrong, but he's three million dollars. So there's a point of reference. So you don't need I, them both. Is that, I mean, that's my point of reference. And you're not gonna have them both. Avila's a free agent. Yeah, I, it's you're just, gonna it's, have it's Garver and um. What? We can argue about this all you want. The bottom line is they never do anything. Last year they didn't do the take the extra step. They're never prepared for I the just playoffs. I think that's a ridiculous be, statement. It, it's not ridiculous. They're only 19 in the playoffs. I agree with that. But to say last offseason when they went about. and signed Kenta Maeda, who was second in the Cy Young Award okay. race, and Josh Donaldson, who's the biggest free agent signing yep. in team history, he and got the, hurt. I get that. But at the end of free agency, to sit there and look at those, look at what they did, in it's addition to they, some other guys, and say they didn't do not, enough, is a little ridiculous. They didn't do it. No, that's not what it matters. Because it didn't work out, is is hindsight it's, at its at finest. the trade deadline when they know they need to add pieces and they and that's never different. do. Again, different. You're, it's you're, the same. You're, it's all the same organization. Fine. It's the same right. thing. Okay, so. and if if you think it's the same, that's fine. I I think you you, you have to look at these periods. Separately, because to your point, okay, things then, change in those. All in right, those well, we'll try to win the off season, and then we'll. I guess we'll. We'll. Right now, I we agree. Have, they should have made something happen at the trade deadline, but they came out of free agency, and I don't think there, there's much more they really could have done. Things change leading to the trade deadline, and yeah, yeah, maybe they should have done something, but they need to start focusing on what's going to get them through the playoffs because it's enough's enough. But whatever, we'll move on. I mean, I, but what's they just? I feel like they've tried a bunch of different things. I, I don't know. I think I just think you're getting upset and well, then we blaming something or, that hasn't materialized yet. Yes, it's happened in the past, but you like again. Why would this year lead be with like what you think they could do, or lead with already the mistakes you've already? Oh, I can give you a whole list of guys I'd go get. Well, we know you I think we should try to get the shortstop. But Drew's point is why rehash negative thoughts when we can talk about what they should go do and like okay, give recommendations. 
I would do anything they possibly could do to get Cleveland shortstop, and he's available. Uh, but they're not. Cleveland's not going to trade us then. Him. Uh, they might. He's go, he's leaving. I understand. They're going to find. You don't think every other team in the MLB wants him? They're not going to trade him to us. Well, we have prospects that every other team doesn't have. But again, we won't use them, so I, I get it. It's but pointless. It's in, you're not going to trade your we best have Royce player. Lewis, the number one prospect in baseball. And what has that gotten us? 19 straight losses. No, but Sam's point is, why would you trade for a shortstop when you have that guy? Because they're but never going to play him. I, I just don't understand why you, like, you think Cleveland is going to trade their in-division rival, their best player. I can tell you right now, if we throw two rookie outfielders and a rookie shortstop in and God only knows what at second and first. And then we have we're in trouble. no outfielders. Then we, if we trade our two rookie I outfielders, didn't say trade him. I said if we start the season with all rookies, we're basically starting over. We're not going to start the season with all rookies. We're going to start the season with like one rookie. Okay. I listen. I think there's moves to be made, but it's not. It's and not I agree agreed, with but, you, but say that. Don't say I can't believe they haven't done anything. Like these things don't happen in the first three days of of free agency. Like they take time. There has not been a big name free agent that's been signed yet, and there's a reason for that. Like it, 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 this off season is going to move slowly. Revenues were down. Teams are reassessing their payrolls. Guys are not getting the oh offers they want. The it, this off season is going to take time, and that's the reality. And I'm what I'm so trying that's to say to you is scary. Yeah, no, we'll move on. But it's if we're reassessing our payroll, that's every team scary. in the major leagues is. But I agree. For us specifically, it's probably a little scary. <laughs> yeah. When we have money. We don't spend but it. But if so everybody is doing that and everybody's ratcheting right. it back a little bit, it may not be a, as big of an impact as we'll be in a different year. Yeah, but no, that's no. all I'm saying. They're going to be great. I'm not even trying to say that. And I'm not saying there aren't moves to be made. I'm not saying there's not things they should do. But I guess what I'm saying is to be up in arms about what our division has already done while we sit there is a little ridiculous when you look at what our division has done. If in a month – there's I some think impact Carlos players. Santana's gonna have, have a breakout year. I think he's gonna breakout. He's 35. I meant re, I meant comeback year. My bad. He's 35 and hit less than 200. I, he might Last be last okay. year only. I don't know. Before he might that, be okay. he was a stud. But if if to Sam's exact point, if Miguel Sano did that last year, you would kick oh. his butt out the door. You would never have. Fun. I would kick his butt out the door now. You're right. But, I, I think he's worthless. He's, and he was better than Carlos Santana last year. Last year, yes, I, I understand that. I meant and I guess that's my I point. Is I you're just saying that because a different team signed him. No, I'm saying that because he's a guy we could have used. I think he, I he just, had a bad year. He's In fact, he's the type, type of guy we always do sign. Guy coming off a bad year, coming off elbow surgery, arm surgery, leg surgery, hip replacement. That those are the guys we always come that we always take. Anyways, maybe it's it doesn't really matter. You're right. Why discuss it? We already know what's going to happen. We'll reconvene in the summer when they ever play. And they got an and we have we can go watch their AAA players now. So I'm mean, assuming fans can go. I'm good. I said my piece for the rest of the year. Uh, Carlos Santana is a 248 career hitter. Miguel yep. Sano's a 241. Told you. I rest my case. And he's probably Again, more. how? I rest my case. Miguel Sano, how many strikeouts? I mean, how many Miguel's home runs? I mean, you want, we could, like, compare. He's oh, also Santana's He's more. also eight years older, but. Yeah. I'm just – it's a metaphor. It's a type of player we could have used for – well, I mean, if we're going by that, why would we sign Cruz again? He's 42. 
No, I'm not, because Cruz is going to be a DH. Santana Carl might Santana's, be their everyday first baseman. He's a stud. Carlson is also going to be a DH, which well, I'd we rather have I'd rather have Cruz be our DH. But we're not going to sign Cruz. He doesn't. He's going to go to Chicago. Watch. That makes zero sense if he does. I know he might. Like I know that's a top of the list, other than the Twins, of him going there. But I don't know why he would want to go there. But that doesn't mean he's not going to go. Maybe we're not offering him enough money. He said he's going to wait to see what happens with the universal DH, but they've already said National League will not have a DH. And that's why we haven't signed him yet, because it just came out. Okay. Anyways, what other bad team can we talk about? The Wild are done. They're in Tampa's division now, so we're done with the Wild. That was fun. Although, would, would you have rather been in Tampa's division or the West Coast division? With this? You would have, you're not going to be able to watch them anymore in San Jose. I think I can't go to games anyways. Yeah. I think oh, and, our, and one of our best players is hurt. How, I don't hurt. know. Zuccarello, you're New York, dude. Oh. He's out. He's done. When did he get hurt? I must have been moving his luggage or something. He's out. Bad. I don't know. What What happened Like what happened to him? I don't. It's some leg injury. He won't be ready for God only knows when. How about explain to me what James Harden's mad about. I, I, if I'm Houston, they're in a pickle because one, I wouldn't trade him, but two, I'd be so mad at him, I want to get rid of him. What's he? What, I, what's his problem? They've done everything humanly possible that he's asked, and it's not good. I enough. don't think he is mad. I just think that's like, are you saying because he didn't show up to to practice? Oh, he, he wants he's demanded to be traded, and now he's. I did. I I heard. I did not see demanded. I heard. Oh no, open. demanded, and now he's okay. expanded it to Philly and other teams. I dare Philly to sign that guy. Do you think Joel Embiid's gonna want to sit and watch him shoot fifty times a game? No, I I I I just I don't I I don't know. I I will be surprised if they trade him. I will. Did you hear about the proposed Timberwolves trade for Harden? Yeah. No, I mean I I saw that they there was a their ESPN had it out there somebody had it out there I, I didn't I read it because I think it was ridiculous I didn't even read it to be honest I don't know it was, it was James Harden for uh, D'Lo Brown the who do we our number one pick this year and I think a number one pick next year I'd rather have Russell for I would than too. Harden if you look at Russell Westbrook's photos his photo shoot. He's, I've never seen him look happy yeah, in his no, entire life. Yeah. He looks so happy. And every guy who plays with James Harden wants to leave. And I he mean, wants him to leave. And I think people across the league are taking notes because the Nets, Irving and Durant came out and said, we never said we wanted to play with them. And that's kind of apparent when the deal didn't get done. And now the Sixers, they don't really want him either. I, I wouldn't take him. Not a chance. By the way, what has he ever won? That's what I was going to say. He's never even gone to the conference Well, he knows he can't win by himself because he says he wants to play as superstars, and they, yeah. which is not a very good mentality to have. No, that, that's sorry, what I was going to say. Isn't is, John I, Wall supposed to be good? I think John Wall's very good, but I, I don't – like, he's not going to find in, newfound success with James Harden over Bradley Beal. And I'm not saying James Harden isn't much better than Bradley Beal, but they're very similar players. And if nothing else, Bradley Beal might be well more well-rounded. So um, John Wall is a guy that can can fit alongside Harden. He doesn't need – like, he's a guy that's going to be okay with Garden, Harden, Garden, Harden throwing up shots. But it, I don't think it makes the team better. I also don't think the trade makes the Wizards better. Like, I just think that was two sides that both had disgruntled superstars and were like, 
let's just swap them. Maybe they'll be happier somewhere else. And it looks like to Sam's point they are. And I'm not not that the Timberwolves are a bunch of winners. Not that we couldn't probably use somebody better. But I don't. I don't, again, same idea. I'm not sure James Harden makes this team that much better. I just don't think. To your point, James Harden is a guy that's going to lead you to a championship. He will never. Or or, or even deep, like deep in the playoffs. He's just He'll, does. He just isn't. He will never win the championship. His style. It does. It's proven no. it doesn't work. They don't even get to the conference finals. No. You you have to, you have to have a team, and that's part of and that's part of why you look at who has been successful. It, it it's teams with whose superstars are okay not always being the number one option at every time, but can be it when you need them to be. And then the team built around them fits their mold well. And they sort of try to do that with Harden. This the whole the whole space thing and. He could get into the lane and pass the guys just standing at the free th- or at the three-point line. They tried the thing with Capella where it was a lot of pick and rolls where everyone else could shoot around them, and he could be the constant ball handler. They tried it with Paul where maybe a secondary ball handler helped and they could work to get hard and open. And none of it worked because at the end of the day, like he just has a style that is hard to build a competent team around. Like you said, why Daryl Morey was around – for all those changes, why would he want James Harden? Now right. the that, that's why the Philly thing makes no sense. Well, because they think they they could get Simmons, but which they'd have to. But no, no I mean that's why Daryl Morey's in Philly. No, but Simmons would go to. No, Houston. but my point was why would the Sixers want to do right. that? And what I don't even think Harden liked them. Yeah, Sam's point is why would Daryl Morey want to put himself through dealing with James Harden again? Harden should like him. He did everything he asked him to do. Not to mention. He's going to make like $48 million. I, the, I, he, the Harden thing is, like I said, if I was Houston's owner, I'd be torn because I want no part of that guy. But you can't. I would also give in and get nothing for him. So it's a tough call. Well, they got, I mean, they got, they got more than, I mean, not that more, I shouldn't say more, but like they got a decent value for, for Russell Westbrook, even though everybody knew he wanted out. So sometimes guys are just good enough, and Harden would probably be one of those guys if they chose to trade him. That's good enough that you're going to get value, even if everybody knows you're trying to get rid of him. Because he's just that good. To justify it, what you're going to get is going to be a good return. So the Vikings sneak their way back into our heart. Now Tampa's coming off a bye, coming off a bad game, and a game that's very important. And Tom Brady usually does pretty well against the Vikings. And when I say usually, I mean every time he's ever played the Vikings, he does well. I can't – this could be pretty ugly. And you know what really makes me upset? I got to buy the first round of my playoffs in fantasy, and I would have had Brady against the Vikings defense. Yeah, that would have been been helpful. Do we have any chance Sunday? Um, The only reason I want to say – yes, we have a chance is because it would be utter classic Vikings fashion after a disappointing loss two unconvincing performances to somehow come out and pull this one off and then probably blow it in the next three games. But it's hard to say that without thinking, you know, there's a conspiracy theory afoot to, to win this game. Yeah. I mean, you look at the Vikings, they play to their competition. If they play a good team, they'll play to be a good team. Maybe they play a bad team, they'll play to be a bad team. We should have beat Tennessee, who's a good team. We should have beat Seattle, oh. whose offense is very good. And Russell Wilson, that was back when he was playing really well. I mean, he'd be 
MVP caliber, and their defense still sucks. But so we can p- compete with good teams. And Tampa Bay has not been playing well. Tom Brady's been playing terrible lately. That we still, have, I mean, and Dantzler has actually been playing well. So Seattle, we not- we actually have a chance, and it'll probably be competitive more than people think. But again. Can we close the game out? No. Can we win a game? No. Seattle's terrible, too. They're, they're talking about a team that just always squeaks by, probably because they have a good quarterback. But um, And New Orleans is overrated. Well, that's gonna have, get, that's the game, and I don't want to look too far ahead. No, we're we, done. We, we're, we want, we're 0-0 in the Tampa Bay season, as we haven't heard in a couple oh, of weeks because yeah. of COVID. But yeah. um, that'll be interesting. Like, what? There's there's a guy that got lucky and and I yeah I, if there's such thing as lucky remind that, me I want to bring up something about your buddy Coach K what a loser that guy is my buddy no I'm just kidding let's yeah. continue we got to get um, to him though what I think idiot. I know what you're gonna say so yeah we'll we'll make sure we get to it I think we got like what did I say before we started we got like 17 minutes left no know. 13 minutes left 15 ish minutes left yeah um but. The Saints game. It's going to be interesting. Who knows what's going to happen with the Buccaneers? Who knows what's going to happen with the Bears? But, like, if Taysom Hill is still the quarterback We're in, trouble. in New Orleans, it's going to be interesting. I, 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 well, I'm curious why. Because he uh, can't yes. get away from us. We don't, as you know with the Vikings, we don't do well with quarterbacks that run against us. That Yeah, but I think, yeah, oh, I, no. I guess. But I just don't think he's the throwing threat. Oh, that goes, no, I'm with you. Well, on that. that's and, and part of the reason is because I think it's probably a mixture of Zimmer's scheme. It's probably a mixture of the guys that this team likes to have and how they then game plan is we have trouble with that. But if you know that the guy can't really throw, you can probably commit more guys to being sure that the quarterback's not going to gain yards on the ground. And I get that he's three and zero, but he's played the Falcons who are miserable. I get they beat us, but they're miserable twice especially their defense and he played a denver team that literally didn't have a quarterback and they and, barely beat him well they didn't barely beat him but they didn't exactly beat him by, because of, of Taysom, Taysom hill Taysom hill in that game was 9 of 16 for like 75 yards and an interception and, and his own team wants Jameis. right so it's going to be interesting because i do think our defense is playing much better to sam's point overall if they can get healthy that's a game that early in the season you would have definitely probably penciled in an L as good as we play against them. I, with Taysom Hill, I don't. I just want to see him play a good team that's actually going to give him, you know, some competition. And I, I think they play the Chiefs coming up at some point here, which I can't wait for. Um, I think they play. I think they might play the Eagles next week. I think. I don't know. And the, and then there's us. Like, I know it's those three teams. The Eagles aren't great, but those are. But they're a serviceable team. They're they're like not a well, ironically, they're now not a quarterbackless team like the Broncos. So I mean, I just I still don't think we know what we have at a Taysom Hill. And again, I don't want to look three weeks on the road, but that whole storyline just fascinates me. And I feel like the Vikings are going to be sort of like the peak of that story because it'll be three games against bad teams, including one who didn't play a quarterback. It'll be two games against. Pretty good teams, one of which is the Chiefs, that you may just write off what, what happens because they're the Chiefs. And then it's going to come to us, who are a decent team with an okay defense and an offense that is humming right now. And if we could kick field goals, we could kick extra points, we would have beaten the Jaguars handily and we would have you know, had a different discussion. So yeah. I don't know. I'm just fascinated by that Week 16 game we're staring down the, down the barrel at. 
But we well, gotta play. It's not gonna I picked up Drew Brees, so when I make it to the semifinals of the fantasy Super Bowl, I have him against the Vikings. He's back this ne- this week or next week. So taste mill won't matter. And two, if we want a chance against these teams, we gotta cut Boyd right now. I don't get how bad he is. So bad. He literally did an own goal, but He's in football. So- I, I, you know what? And I would if if we have another linebacker. Well, we don't have anyone to replace him. To me, Harrison Smith should be playing middle linebacker. Can't cover anyone, but the guy can tackle. He can read. To me, he's a linebacker, but we don't have anyone to replace him back there, so that's true too. And hopefully, no one gets hurt just stretching and warm ups because that doesn't go well. First of all, the Vikings, how they even won that game is because they played a team that's one in ten, I guess. But, um. The Gopher, is there anyone luckier than P.J. Fleck this year that this half the season was called off? Probably not. I, I don't think, like, I, what I was going to say is I don't think there's such a thing of having good luck because of COVID, but you can make an argument that if anybody's got it, it's probably him. And if we want to talk about the Kevin Warren thing allowing Ohio State to play, he should have allowed him to play because if Michigan was any good, they would have been playing this weekend. So teams, right. Minnesota's example one. And Michigan's example, too, of teams that actually just don't want to play because they suck. Yep. And so it's not Ohio State's fault that a team cancels on them five days in advance just because they suck and don't want to play and want to screw their rival, which we did, too. And so. by the way, Kurt Herbstreit, when he said this, Michigan hadn't set out a game yet. There wasn't COVID issues when he said that they were going to all of a sudden have all these cases and get sick. Uh, speaking of which, Coach K is such a baby— it's pathetic. Once again, he's got a team that isn't that good, highly overrated. They got the one guy from Minnesota who's turning out to just be average at best, not as good. That's as he not true. Is. He's not that good. I'm sorry, he's not that good. And now all of a sudden, I'm Coach K. And all this, I'm sorry. What? I said I'm I'm with you on that one. Well, I'm with you both on the Coach K thing and the and the Matthew Hurt thing. Yeah, he sucks. But he I don't know suck. if he sucks, but I don't think he's. He should be better. He'll be nothing. But anyways, um, now all of a sudden he doesn't think we should be pl- – don't play then, putts. Quit. Leave. Right. Have someone else coach. His team is terrible, and they have been for years with, since he went to the one and done. They, they haven't, they're relevant because they're highly rated. They get, some, they get good recruits, and then they re- those recruits leave, and they don't amount to anything. And now because he's lot, his team isn't very good, they shouldn't, they, they shouldn't be playing. And and I agree with you. And, and here's what really makes me mad about this Coach K thing is he was the guy that early I, I was I was trying to find. Oh, um, yeah, I know what you're going to say. I, I was trying to find the quote as as you were talking. I'm still Googling to see if I can quick, quickly find it. Um, but now he's like, I'm not sure it's right to plow through COVID-19 and this and that. And he even said, like, I know someone will say I'm making excuses or whatever. Yeah, yeah right. You are. Um, but. Let's rewind a little bit. They're not plowing through anything. They're doing what everyone else is doing. Right. And 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 let's and let's like let's rewind a little bit. And again, I can't I can't. Basically, find he it. said before okay. the season started. Well, I know I know what he, I know about what he said, but yeah, go ahead. I'll, I'll see if I can find it. Everyone should make the NCAA tournament. I think his exact words were, "The NCAA can't go another year without the NCAA tournament." And everyone should make it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe everyone should make it because your team might not be able to make it because you suck. Hmm. Well, let's let's rewind and look at his track record. When his teams, like I wish him good health, 
But when his teams are playing bad and he realizes that they're not going to go far in the tournament, he doesn't. He stops coaching because his back right. hurts or he's oh, yeah. bad health. Like I, he probably actually has a sore back, but he does seem to be backing out a lot. And if he's that old and brittle, he should probably retire. He's got a top three recruiting class every single year, and he pisses and moans and whines and cries and complains. Uh, t- but on a side note, while we're just talking things, you know, have you, are you familiar with the uh, the I don't know is it, is it the John Wood? What's the award for top centers in NCAA basketball? I think it's the Kareem Award, isn't it? Okay, are you familiar with the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar Award? Uh, I am because I just told you what it was named. Okay, yes. Or maybe it's not Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Maybe it's okay. Bill Russell. Might be the Alcindor Award. The Lou Alcindor. Whoever the name of that award is, there's a player named Liam Robbins on that watch list, as they say, who's up for the award, they may want to reevaluate how they pick players. First of all, this man shoots every single time he gets the ball. So much, his dad must have told him when he was young, you're, prob- you're not a guard. If they pass you the ball, shoot it. Because he shoots every single time he gets it. He is a very large man. Well, it doesn't matter because Luka Garza is going to win that award. So no, he, it doesn't guy, matter. My point is... The guy is not very good. But if you want to so, talk about a good coach, the Iowa coach. Fran. He's a pretty good coach. I mean. Funny you should mention him, his wife. Mar- I know. Margaret. I, know. I coached her. Continue. Well, he's a good coach, not his wife. She was a very good coach at Notre Dame. That's how they met. In fact. She well, got, not good enough. They both got kicked out of the same game once. But continue. Go ahead. I digress. I was going to say what that guy does with. His five white guys on the floor at a time is pretty good. Speaking of white guys, Wisconsin. Well, and one of them is the best player in college basketball. Makes Why has idea. someone not questioned Wisconsin on their recruiting practices? To me, it's blatantly obvious that there's some prejudice going on. But that's – I'm not I'm not even funny at this point. It's the entire t- – and they're actually decent. But well, that's my point. The, but I, I don't yeah. – I, I just don't think there's that many pure centers in basketball to begin with. There's only one that's ever going to win this award unless he literally no, I, doesn't I play. And in that the rest of the year, and in that case, he's I still probably going to win. I wasn't he was going to win. I just, well, how, how he, he even, even ended be... up on the list, I don't know. He well, was like, wasn't he like a, a transfer for some from some like no names? Yeah. How he ended up on that award? He was seven he's feet tall, awful. a true center, so they threw him on the watch list. He doesn't even shoot fifty percent from the field, and he's seven feet tall. He can't Think even about block that. a shot. Uh, the Gophers once again. Uh, you got Carr. The best player on the team is is Balf Gouch or whatever his name is. That guy is a he's he's unreal. I can't tell if you're being serious or not. No, I'm serious. That guy is unbelievable. He's he's without he's him. He's good. I, I that's a strong you know, statement. Car's, Car's the most talented, but he gets a little crazy. He gets crazy because I don't think the rest of the team's very good. But yeah. No, I they've got that um uh, 21 Armosa. What's his name? Armosa. Has zero business ever getting the actually the that other that Williams dude's not bad the sophomore. No, I I I get what They're you're saying. Get... I think you could make the argument that I think it's I think his first name's actually pronounced Booth. I think I heard that. Booth Goth. I think it's Booth Goth, which is weird because it's spelled both or whatever. Um, well, the announcer says Gatch or whatever too. They so say I like, like Booth Gatch, right? Like they say it totally different. I have no. Well, I think They're he's probably really good. I'm not being funny. I do. I actually do too. I think he's. He's good, and I think he's been very important to this team because Carl sure forgot how to shoot. The the Robbins dude sucks. 
the transfer, the Johnson transfer kid feels like oh, he fouls out of every game. And he got hurt anyways. Yeah. And, and like you said, I mean, Mashburn's okay, but he's a freshman. The Trey Williams kid is good. Um, and Omersa is a borderline division two basketball player out there. Maybe. So I, it's like without, without Gok, Gatch, Gak, however you pronounce it, like it would literally just be Marcus Carr. And I guess you would hope that he can start to take some of that pressure off of Marcus Carr. So to your point, he can carry a little less burden and be a little bit more efficient. But Marcus Carr is shooting 38% from three. He's only turning the ball over like three times a game, which considering how much he has the ball is pretty impressive. So he, he is, he is something else, but you need Gok, Gatch, Gak, whatever his name is to continue to get better because it's a, only going to make Marcus Carr better. Yeah, Cause it's, well, the, the big 10 scary. The problem is you mentioned it. Kalsher is shooting 10% from three, and he's our three-point specialist. That is crazy. That is crazy. I didn't know it was that bad. That's holy cow. Yeah, I just looked it up. Yeah, I mean, I knew it was bad, but to be th- that's that's breaking news. You almost have to try and miss those. Gophers eight no. I told you they're never losing again. No, oh, good coach. Great, great coach. The very best exciting. ever, you would say. Someone say. Very excited. Maybe they'll get. 10 fans that come to the game. First then. eight no starts since 87, 88. That's pretty amazing. Actually. Oh, quickly before you play the music. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I think we're up against our, okay. You can hit the music, but uh, what's his name? What's the announcer for, the, for football last night? What? Jack Buck, Joe Buck, Joe Buck. I'll tell you when you have a kicker that needs to make a field goal. So you can win the overall point total <laughs> for the night. And he does what he did last night. There was n- I, there was never a doubt he was going to miss the field goal. And then he's like, ah, who do you blame? The announcer? The kicker? The-? No, you blame you, putts. Because kn- Troy Aikman even said, this is, you know it's going to happen. Yeah. Well, he like waxed poetic about, about Tucker leading up it to it. It doesn't matter. There's no jinx. There's no this. Oh, and he misses. <laughs> I mean, and I, with that miss, I missed out on the high point total in the league. So thank oh, you. I'm sorry. You about still that. got a first round by. I still got a first round by though. Um. All right. Well, did we cover everything pretty much? We haven't yeah. covered. Okay, yeah. Go ahead. I just uh, the only I just want to send. I know Adam Schefter listens to the show, so I just want to uh, throw this out there. Um. Next time you tell me a guy's gonna play, can you make sure he's actually gonna play before you tell me that? Thanks. Because I I, uh, I lost a fantasy game. You know what's ironic about that? I was what? playing against that guy, and I was delighted that he didn't play. Well, like, again. I didn't play that guy. But I, I Sam, was, Sam was bitching because he suited up. We had right. all sorts of. Well, because I played Mo Sturd, who got the first two carries of the game, and the then didn't play after that. The way you say his name that. always makes me laugh. Mo Sturd. He says it like Mo Sturd. Like, he's French or he's something. French. He, is he French. probably is French, but. Have you ever seen him? No, I'm sure he is French. From the south of France. Coastal line. But no, I'm just all I'm asking, Adam Schefter. That's that's really all, I, well, all he, I'm asking. All he told you was that he was suiting up. I mean, well, wait, he said he's active and going to play. Like, I would assume that means he's going to play one by the one way, play. He he did not leave the sidelines. Before we close this out, uh, Bell is not exactly very good. No, and that was the tell thing. Me that they don't have a- yeah, what were you saying, Drew? I, I, I t- exactly to your point, Bell. They give him the ball just as a change of like he's not very good anymore. He's just not. No. And I'm like, if Ceh is playing, 
and I have a I'm in a PPR league where you get points if you catch it. Like you're gonna you should play a running back in that spot, especially a guy you think is gonna get the ball ten to twenty times a game. And I was like, even if you miss practice for a whole week, he was their first round pick. He's been gotten their majority of touches every single week. Even if he missed a full week of practice, he's gonna get ten, fifteen, maybe twenty touches at a minimum. So I was like, good floor. Thought he'd have a good floor. Figured I could take it home. Just a never left the sidelines. I was like, this is ridiculous. And then, yeah, I, I, I was I was pretty upset. I don't know if it makes it, you it feel any matter. better, but it it, it probably it may not matter in the end for standing. So I'm not like super upset. Think, but I was I was a little annoyed. I was a little annoyed. I don't know if this will make you feel any better, but last week I had two guys score 72 points combined against me, and this week they scored one total. Well, one of them was on steroids. You should you should protest that game. Yeah, I'm the commissioner. I thought about taking the points away, but I think that was fair. <laughs> um, I think you would have gotten support. What was I gonna? Oh, I was. So... I also play that guy next week in the first round of the playoffs. So I was so upset this week. That this is a good coach. I benched Ezekiel Elliott. He was my number one overall pick. That's uh, yeah. What... I... I He's also so benched horrible. my number one overall pick this past week. Although it's not Ezekiel Elliott, it's it's Miles Sanders, but still it takes it takes some fortitude of a specific kind to bench your first round pick. So I I, I know what you're saying. <laughs> I benched my second overall pick, James Conner, but that's because he had COVID. He's bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one you didn't. Well, and and the Eagles too. absolutely they they refuse to run. Which I don't know why. Yeah, and Zeke just sucks. I mean, he's the, he's the second best running back on that team right now. There's not a doubt in my mind. Yeah, he's a waste. He was a waste of money. Anything else you guys want to co- cover? I'm curious. I'm actually curious what the like rushing stats are, but for for him and Mr. Tony Pollard, um, rushing. Yeah, Tony Pollard, four 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 point seven yards per carry. Zeke, three point nine. Would have would have bet every dollar I have that Tony Pollard's. He's also got a longer rush. He's got three. He's got more 20-plus yard rushes. He's only he's only he's got half as many touchdowns in in what's like a third of the carries. He's just be- he's got no fumbles. Zeke's fumbled five times. He's just he's just better. Tony Pollard, everybody. Another thing that happened is I feel up for all the uh, Tyler Boyd owners where he had a 75-yard touchdown in the first quarter and then got kicked out for allegedly punching a guy, but he got punched first and didn't really throw a punch oh, back, and that was ridiculous. Best one of the best clips I've seen all year was the ref, the minute of that ref after that recounting all of the penalties. Pure pure artwork, just absolutely nailed it. Great execution. Shout out to that ref. It was well done. When he was like before the play or during the play, like personal foul, late hit, and then he's like after the play, and he goes through like four different players on each team. Then he circles back to who gets ejected. It was it was beautifully done. No, barely missed a step. I followed it the whole time. It was great work. Probably the best play of the year. That's my except he ejected the, the wrong dude. Well, th- that I mean, I said him telling me about it was the best part. I didn't say who he, what he, the decision was the best part. That what he said, the way he said it was executed perfectly. The decision itself, that's questionable. Also, people call Zimmer a defensive genius. And I think they're just comparing him to Greg Williams when they do that. Oh, my God. Bye, Keurig machine. The red Keurig machine is leaving the building right now. Oh, good. You got a brand new one. I did. 
it's going next door. So sad. Like, why is it going next door? Well, uh, Will wanted it for his room. I said yes. Um, the lady who runs the house said no. So now it's going to the neighbor. Were they were they in need of a Keurig? Uh, not sure about that. I guess so. Interesting. It's a long word. Sam, sorry. you had Greg Williams comments? I was just saying Zimmer is a defensive genius compared to that guy. This uh, is true. I, it, it's, it's it's disrespectful that to plenty of other qualified people that he even still had a job in the NFL. But Well, Gase is even worse. I mean, he, that, maybe. maybe. I, what a tool. That Greg was. Williams shouldn't even be allowed to coach. That's part part of what I was saying had to do with the, that too. But yeah, I I, I yeah, I, who knows who's worse? They're both awful. I hope and believe that Greg Williams. Well, no, let me take that back. He'll definitely find another football job, which is the problem because he's not only a terrible coach. To Sam's point, he was at the center of of Bounty Gate, was suspended from coaching for for a long time because of it, and then just allowed a waltz right back in like it's no big deal. Next head coach of the Detroit Lions, Jim Harbaugh. Next head coach of the New York Football Jets, unless they're prejudiced, Eric Bieniemy. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how he doesn't have a job. Like, I don't know why it's taking. Like, I don't know why I he would, doesn't have one yet. But. And I would get uh, Tony Dungy to be the defensive coordinator. No, he won't do it. But He'll just uh, rehire Greg Williams. The problem is the Jets' ownership is horrible, so I'm not sure that they can ever overcome that. Like so much like the Twins, how we started this whole thing. I did see a picture on my. Oh, and my... congratulations to Georgetown for beating that women's team that they played the other night. They were close with West Virginia for a little bit. That was encouraging. Yes. But now they they play Villanova to open up uh, Big East play on Friday, so they'll lose by a hundred. Who's going to stay undefeated longer, the Broncos or the Gophers? I, I'm I'm I'm, I'm leaving this close. to you too. Oh, go as soon as the Gophers play any team that's any good, they're done. Plus, they have a bad coach. I don't. I'm sure he's a nice guy. I, Patino is clueless. He he really is clueless. They have you know that they, whenever he draws a play up at the end of the game, it, they barely ever get it off. It's just amazing. Or the end of a half, he just can't. Fit. The the play. Did you watch the game last night? No, because I was watching Georgetown beat the women's oh, team. Oh, the play. He end of the half. Minute and a half left. We have the ball kind of at midcourt. The only bad thing that can happen is if we throw a pass completely out of bounds and no one touches, so they get the ball right back where we threw it out. That's what happened. It hmm. just he's just he's just not a good coach. But he's our good, not a very good coach. And to be honest with you, then he'll be around for a while because no one else is coming here. Well, that I also a soccer game I saw over the weekend too, where a guy was throwing it in, and instead of throwing it towards the goal he's trying to shoot on, he threw it. Nice. Back towards his own goal, and the team scored on him. Yeah. So it made I me mean, think of. I want to coach soccer one day, and I want to get rid of the when things are going really good, then you just start kicking the ball backwards thing. I I, I don't get that. But anyways, let's not talk soccer anymore. It's too upsetting. Can't talk baseball because that's upsetting. I think we're out of it. I think it's time to go. Gonna wrap it up. We should go ahead, Sam. Wrap it up. That's your job. Oh yeah. Drew, anything final words? No. Well, if not, this has been another edition of Apples to Apples right here 
on all those different ways that Drew says you can listen. And uh, we will be back next week. Possibly oh, I actually have people. something for you, Dad. God, I hate when you interrupt me. It's I know. So I'm so ridiculous. sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, you know your F1 guy that got COVID? Who? The F1 guy that you like. Well, not yeah, like, uh, like Louis Hamilton. Yeah. He, you know how he got how COVID? How can you get his name right? Because he's a stud. Go ahead. You know how he got COVID? Uh, no. Oh, he got COVID. Um, so he missed the last race. Right. And what they did is... The only reason someone else won. Well, this... <laughs> listen to where I'm going with this. Um, oh, um, the guy that they replaced him with was a guy from a different team. A guy from basically the worst team who's a part of their junior driver program. And he was going to win. Like, this guy who replaced Lewis Hamilton basically drove Lewis Hamilton's car, who's been at, like, the bottom of F1 all season because the car he's in sucks, was going to win. And then the pit, to, the pit team or the... I don't know exactly who it was. Somebody on Mercedes, like, pit team screwed up the tire decisions for both drivers, and they ended up getting, like, eighth and ninth. So it went from, like... Lewis Hamilton has COVID. What's Mercedes going to do? To they qualified like one and two or one and three. It to they were in first and second like the majority of the beginning of the race. So then everyone was like, well, does Lewis Hamilton include? It doesn't matter. It's just the car. To they, they finished like seventh and eighth. So now everyone's back to like, what are they going to do without Lewis Hamilton? I thought I thought yeah, you I, I don't know how that know guy can win every single race. You know who else is a bad coach? Mercedes guy. Lindsey Whalen. Lindsey Whalen is a bad, bad basketball coach. They are up to like four players, five, six players, though, I think. Oh, that's good. They can put out a full. Oh, she's up. She's she will be here for a couple extra years longer, but she's a very bad basketball coach. That's pretty sad. Had high hopes. She can't even recruit anymore either, so we're done. Although we it's got this. It's weird how she how bad of a coach she is. But what, I know. I mean, we got this girl from Syracuse who's outstanding. Too bad she's being wasted. From France, actually, the, via Syracuse, via. Have we, I think the show's over, isn't it? No, no, I interrupted you, so now you have to finish. This oh, moment. well, we'll be back next week. I think maybe with KDZ, possibly, if she can fit us into her schedule. But other than that, thanks for listening, and sorry for Sam and Drew's bad takes. Bye.